0: On this episode of Quantum Week, September 3rd through September 9th, 1989. Quantum Week. Quantum Week. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. One Week is a show in which uh, Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year to talk about all the headlines, the movies, the music, the happenings, everything that makes that time period unique. That's right. And we were supposed to have a guest today,
1: Kirk Minahan, the Kirk Minahan Show. Uh, He's taking a step back from mental health. So we uh, are going to save his week for him. Uh, He wanted to do 1984, talk about the Karate Kid, which I'm very excited to do. Wax on. Wax off. So we'll put that uh, on the back burner for now. So instead, we're going to jump to 1989. Yeah, Which was Um, another random date. Another random date, of course. It's what we do. A few things up top, though. We have some exciting news. Uh, We are going to be having a YouTube show.
0: Right. Starting Monday. Monday the 9th, March 9th. Right. The next 830. The
1: next Monday at 830. Yep. As you can find it on the Kirk Minahan Show channel.
0: That's right, on their YouTube channel. Okay. So we're going to try to start to add some content, you know, to kind of help things out while Kirk's away. And uh, one of the ways we'll do that is just by doing a weekly live show.
1: Sure. So what we'll do in that weekly live show is we're going to talk about another movie from that particular year, as well as a TV show from that particular year. Mm. Uh, and we'll reveal both that TV show and that movie, as well as the movie we're doing for our next podcast at yep. the end of the show. Yep. Yep. And then the other thing is we're going to be going twice weekly until Kirk gets back.
0: Right. So shows will drop on Wednesdays and Saturdays from now on in the morning. So you'll have it for your commute on Wednesday.
1: Absolutely. So uh, something to check out. Um in the morning on Wednesday uh, and Saturday. Uh, yep. You'll be getting a little extra. Until And then when Kirk comes back, we'll probably scale back to once.
0: So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last thing is uh, we also have an Instagram account. Um, for, the, for the kids? Which, for the kids, which is a quantum underscore week, just the same handle as our Twitter.
1: So follow that account, and you can see that, that we don't like. post <laughs> no my wife my wife's in <laughs> right. charge of it because uh am old and i don't understand what's happening and
0: <laughs> i i turned it on today and there's got like all these flickering things and i just she, didn't understand she's it very all. good at <laughs> all of that
1: i i'm confused and scared
0: but you know meet us there
1: all right so are you ready to talk 1989
0: yes your movie first right movie first uncle buck uncle buck
1: so i do have to make a quick caveat first before we do anything else
0: yeah speaking to the mic though what you said there's a caveat
1: quick caveat before i can do anything else right and that is we have a cheat situation i'm cheating you're cheating i'm cheating so the number one movie that week was a movie called shirley valentine uh shirley valentine was a british movie uh that was only in the box office in america for two weeks right and because of that short span it was number one and vanished from american cinemas it was nominated for a couple Academy Awards, believe it or not. Really? Um, but it was just, it's very hard to find. No one watched it. So I said, uh, fuck it. You we're broke gonna, the rules. I broke the rules. Right. Uh, I'm, I, so I made the new rule that has to be an American film, <laughs> if I so choose. Uh, so the number two movie, and only missed it by a million, 1.1 1. 1. 1 million uh, difference. Number two is Uncle Buck. Was the buck? Okay. Uncle Buck. Right. So we're going to go Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck, kind of a, a, um, I think a more of a, I don't want to say a, a lighthearted cult? i want to say a cult movie but it's definitely i think it's a movie that people recognize even today yeah like shirley valentine i barely remember it existed i'm a huge movie nerd i i, I what the fuck is shirley valentine
0: but i know i watched this back in the day absolutely Buck, of yeah. course
1: I, yeah. mean, I think it's got a pretty good cable run as well so it definitely and of course it's the 1989 john candy movie uh directed and written by john
0: hughes right tons of movies hughes at this time period absolutely yeah. Um, like ferris fact, bueller's day off we're gonna get into that oh, okay, at okay, the okay. end all i right. have a
1: fun uh game we're all gonna play about
0: john hughes me i gotta
1: play too yes all right. we're gonna <laughs> okay. play together and we're, we might fight we That's never fine.
0: i never know shit before we start right everything we is yeah right.
1: it's but uh but let's talk i'd like to talk a little about two things of the movie up front and i'll i'll see matt what matt thinks too but yeah uh i think the movie is okay Uh, It definitely it feels just like a series of SNL skits with this wacky uncle. Like the scenes don't necessarily even go together. Choppy, yes, it's it's incredibly choppy. Uh, You have John Candy's phenomenal in this movie. He he's he's I think he's fantastic. He's very compelling. He's he's warm. Uh, My favorite scene in the whole movie though is the quietest one, um, where he's looking at the uh, the wedding photo album, (laughs) right? And he realizes that his Part of the wedding photo was folded over.
0: Yeah, so he pulls the photo out and he undoes the fold and he sees him there. And he sees sees that he
1: basically his own brother and sister-in-law are like hiding him away, right? And it and the look on his face is just you can tell how hurt he is. It's a real and no words are said. It's like this really beautiful scene, but then unfortunately, I think John Hughes felt he needed like ramp up the comp. Then you have like this weird sadist side to Uncle Buck, yeah, where he he like beats up and tortures the boyfriend. <laughs> That's right. Puts uh, him in he, a trunk.
0: He fights a clown. He uh, punches a clown. Well the clown was drunk off his ass. I mean he was he, I don't know if And he got his face though.
1: But he, he punched him in the face tw- It was very odd. Twice, yeah. Uh, it was like the and like violence is and you can see where the home alone threads are. Right. There's a little like bit the violence of that. is a play for laughs, yep. not for any any reality. Yep. Um so uh, the sadist side I, I didn't quite I don't quite love um but I can see why you are so intrigued and why the movie holds up is cuz John Candy is so good in this movie.
0: Yeah. He's real good. What did you like or dislike about the movie? So at? I that's the thing that's what jumped out for me is he is he's great and I think I was thinking about him being a leading actor too in general he's kind of a very not a prototypical no, leading a, actor guy like at all. Guy. <laughs> but he did, right but he did a number of these type of kind of funner maybe delirious like that type of is that the name of that? I think yeah, the name yeah. right. that type of yep. tune or type of no type of movie throughout this time period. And um, yeah, and he—it's because he's so charismatic. He's really so charismatic. Good. He's a
1: very good actor.
0: He's a very good actor. Um, and he's funny. And you just like—I'd want to be around him. That's that's how it made oh, me he, feel. No, I he, want him to be my Uncle Buck. Oh, of course. And that—and that's it, the movie only works if you do now. But the thing that I—that was really depressing for me. Not that depressed. You know, I'm fine. But did you cry? I did not cry. It's that the the oldest uh, child, Tia, is the Tia? character name. Played um, by Jean? Louisa Kelly. Yeah.
1: She was famous for Yes Dear. The, yeah, uh, which I never in the 80s. Never watched uh, that. She was also
0: in Mr. Holland's Opus. Yeah, see, I don't even remember her in yeah. that, but I thought she was terrible. Like, she, she's very weak. Like, terrible. Uh, you know, she did sort of the, like the teen angsty kind of glares and shit, but they were so unbelievable and choppy. That was the other thing, too, is I felt like some of the dialogue happened with neither, they weren't in the same room together. Almost like the shot would be on him, he'd deliver his lines amazingly, and then the shot would be on her. And it's like she didn't have, it's almost like she wasn't with him to have something to work with. That's what it felt like. Um, so she sucked. Uh, but then the two, and then the two kids outshined her like Macaulay Culkin. Oh, well, Macaulay I Macaulay Coke, you can, he's tell, so, I mean, yeah. he's, he just he's really I mean, good. He's amazing. In yeah. This. I mean, you can I see forgot. why they built
1: a movie around him. You forget how talented he was. I forgot how talented he was. Yeah. He, like, was, he was so was good. Ama- he, I was crazy now, but he was yeah.
0: amazing. Really good. Um, yeah. Fun. And even though the little girl, uh, can't was remember. Well, uh, Tina, she's great. Yeah. Um,
1: she's, she was in girls. Um, more, more recently, yeah, and I never. But she, so she was in. She Um, she's been in a lot of stuff, a lot of kid roles in in the late '80s, early '90s. Yep. This movie was shot in a high school. Um, they, they built the studio, like they built like the interiors of the house yeah. in an abandoned high school in Illinois. Did they really? They Really, yeah. So they used that. They wanted to shoot it in Illinois, so um, that's where John Hughes is from. Yeah, and he was lever- at that point his career is kind of leveraging his power to stay closer to home. Right. And they uh, shot a majority of the interiors of the movie inside an abandoned <laughs> high school. They use it as a soundstage <laughs> and it works. Isn't
0: that weird? Yeah, it is weird. I wouldn't um, have thought that.
1: Yeah, that was very odd uh, for sure.
0: And the other thing is um, what I didn't, there was an arc too about the uh, Tia's relationship with her parents. That wasn't believable no, for me. It doesn't work. It's like, it's at the end of it. At, it doesn't like, work. Yeah. The last scene you see Tia like embrace her mom where she's been fighting with forever, but yeah. it's like what had changed. Not much had really changed no. her life. So it didn't, that wasn't believable at no, all. And I mean, the mom character was kind of shitty. That seemed like shitty parents. I just. So I oh. the, uh, the
1: parent, the actors playing the parents were very weak. Very weak. Um, And then the roles were just poorly written. Um, I think, I think at that point you could tell John Hughes just wanted to write funny stuff for Uncle Buck to do. Yeah, right. And everybody else is just like <laughs> kind of like cast away. Yeah. It's interesting this movie. So John Hughes got his um directorial start. He was famously a writer for Harvard Lampoon and, and did a bunch oh, yeah, of stuff. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, yeah. But he got, he kind of, Burst on the scene as a director, directing a lot of teen movies, and I think movies yeah. that really spoke to teenagers of that time: Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles. What was the, you know,
0: the first? Is that going to be a question later? What was the first?
1: Uh, it won't be a question later. I think the first was Sixteen Candles. I was know. it really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, so he he had all of these like high school movies and, and teenagers at the time. I feel I was we were both a little bit younger, but we yeah. both had older people. We you know like yeah, yeah, yeah maybe friends, older brothers, sisters they would run out to see these movies. And even as a teenager myself, I felt like Breakfast Club kind of spoke. It did. You know, it was like, yep. oh, wow. So what happened where he writes these movies, and then for Uncle Buck, he can't write a teenager role. I know, a you damn. got all this
0: rat, or what is it? Rat bug? Pack, and yeah. now you got these, ter- and now right. you have
1: like this bug character, basically a cartoon yeah. character. Yeah. And uh, the Tia character's written terribly. Terribly. Like, how could someone who wrote Teenagers so well two years earlier completely not be able to do it it's, it's very strange. It's almost like me. they
0: needed to save brain power or money somewhere, and that's where they chose to do it. I don't, I don't know. But he wrote it. I know. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't. It he make, would know. Yeah, you're right, because he has really no strong. No one wrote teenagers better like three or four years earlier. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, no, no one could have written him worse. And then he went younger after that with Home Alone, so maybe he was regressing right. in some way. I have no idea. There is,
1: there's that joke, because you also wrote a movie called Baby's Day Out, and the joke was <laughs> that he was getting younger
0: and younger. <laughs> I didn't know that um, that was the joke. I just thought is, I was being a, very creative yeah, right at now. At the time, but no. that was a, that
1: was a, a clever joke. Um, are we ready to play my game for you? Or do you have anything else you want to come You with said in the at the
0: end. You mean, you mean like the end of this segment? The end, segment. Of, this sec- the end okay. of this segment. Okay. Do you have um, anything
1: else it by me? Uh, if not, I'm ready for the game.
0: I don't think, no, I think I think that's pretty much my, besides how can, now we'll talk, because we're going to do more John Candy later. Oh, the, the game. Go. Yeah, go ahead. Let's do the game. Okay. So the game
1: is brackets, baby. <laughs> so this is going to be, I think, a regular occurrence here within our show, is that. We'll um, see about that. It will be uh, <laughs>
0: Maybe I won't have a choice
1: <laughs> Yeah, you're not going to Because uh, I love this game This is a fun game I play um, with, with friends It's a kind of a parlor game But it works out really well Because uh, John Hughes directed Eight movies total That's it? That's it He wrote oh, over man. 30 He wrote oh, okay. a ton All right. I thought he did His writing was prolific but he didn't direct many movies, and he got out of the directing game very early on. He's, he well, he, he died
0: young too. I think he, he did. Think was but he was like eighteen 50s.
1: years. I think he was like I think he was eighteen years after he directed his last movie. So he was oh man. Ooh, but he, he even wrote for like another five, six, seven, eight years. Home Alone came out after he directed. No, that's not true. Home Alone Two came out after he directed. That his was last like movie.
0: ninety and ninety two or something. Yeah, right? something like that. Yeah, and his last okay. movie was ninety one. Uh, Cur- Curly uh, Sue. So wait, did he direct? He didn't direct Home Alone 2. He did not direct Home Alone 1. He didn't direct the one? Oh, I thought he did. Nope. Uh, Okay. All right.
1: So, yeah. So, there's only eight movies he directed. Wow. So, I like this game uh, called Brackets Baby. (laughs) And what it is, is it takes, um, we do basically the NCAA tournament with uh, his movies. And then we come to a winner. The game, though, is that we have to, me and Matt, have to reach a consensus okay fine so one more thing too if you want to play this game you can i'm going to create a poll starting on saturday so when this episode comes out no this episode coming out wednesday wednesday yeah so I'm Wednesday. Sorry. so wednesday i'm going to create a poll on my twitter account which is q week at, at q chris. chris yep um and you, i know that more than you do apparently yeah you do i'm terrible i'm not internet good uh <laughs> but you can play along so what's going to happen is you'll uh we'll do it just like we're doing first round Second round, yeah. and then you have your championship, and then whatever the best John Hughes movie wins. Okay. But for the sake of this— uh, We'll not, do it together. We'll have to do it together. All right. Um, so what I do is I rank them in order of box office. So the highest—that's ah. how you get the highest seed to the lowest seed.
0: So it'll be one against eight. Are we yeah. doing it that way? Exactly.
1: Right. Okay. Cool. Easy enough? Yeah, yeah, I think right. so. We'll see
0: how my memory is. All right.
1: So the number one uh, box office uh, champion for John Hughes was Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay, and that's going against She's Having a Baby.
0: Oh, I go Ferris Bueller's all fucking. Day me too. On I don't one. really like She's Having a Baby. You no, know, wait, um, is that Christian Slater? Who that's is that? Kevin Bacon? Kevin. Right, okay, yeah. And wait. Elizabeth Mon- Elizabeth, Mc- Elizabeth McGovern. Um, and huh. it's uh, thinking about a different one. Maybe I'm thinking, thinking about
1: For Keeps, which is another movie might have been with right. Molly Ringwald. They came around <laughs> the same time. Yeah, yeah. This movie is uh, She's Having a Baby is not very good. Ferris okay. Bueller. It's, it's, just, it's just it's a it's a. uh Basically, uh, uh, this ad exec young guy uh, yeah. gets—I uh, think his wife pregnant, and he doesn't—he doesn't know how to deal. It's a—it's it's John. Hughes trying to write for adults and, and failing.
0: Right. Um, okay. So we have that's easy consensus. So then. fuck that. First we run.
1: Okay. Number four and five. Yeah. Four is the Breakfast Club. Five is Curly Sue.
0: Now, I don't, see, I, I've, the problem is I've seen The Breakfast Club probably 50,000 times, yeah, and Curly Sue twice. On the same boat. Okay, so I w- I mean, I would definitely go towards Breakfast Club. I would, too. I mean, it's iconic. There's, I mean, there's... Uh, Curly Bre- Sue's
1: a little girl. Curly Sue's a little girl with James Belushi. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not a very <laughs> oh, yeah, good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, is he like an uncle?
0: How does that work? I don't even remember. I, don't, I barely I don't remember, remember it remember. as
1: well. Uh, I think Breakfast Club, I mean, is, is, is pretty... pretty it's iconic, pretty yeah, Okay, course. so we got Ferris and Breakfast Moving On. Okay, so, uh... Number two, Uncle Buck, versus number seven, Sixteen Candles.
0: I go Buck. Uh, I mean, if I were a, gr-
1: I think I think I go Buck. I do too. Uh, Sixteen Candles doesn't age very well. It has a there's a rapey scene, isn't there? There is a rapey scene. Yeah, uh, and there's an incredibly racist character. Who? Uh, I, I don't I don't remember what ethnicity is. Um, but um, yeah, it, uh, it's I think he's the foreign exchange student. Okay, um, and they make a lot of like racist jokes at his expense. Um, not not a great not a great rewatch. Um doesn't hold it Molly Ringwald wrote a piece for the New Yorker where she talks about her trying to I think I, I have her this. daughter watch the Breakfast Club. Yeah. But she talks about the other John Hughes movies as well and how it's kind of like something that, yeah, that yeah, she struggles with. I think it's a little bit for me, it's a little too um woke. A little yeah. bit hurt trying too hard to be, yep. you know. But in the same token, though, it does have you some can really good points, and it's it right. is really well written. Molly yeah. like Ringwald, obviously, very bright. Yeah. So it's like, all right, it's definitely worth a read. It's in the New Yorker. Just search Molly Ringwald. It's not bad. Sorry. Right, so we yeah. both agree. Uncle Buck moves on. Yep. Yep. Okay. yep. And then three and six, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles versus weird science.
0: Planes, trains, and automobiles. No doubt for me. Uh, I think I think our consensus here is going to be uh, in, locked, uh, in locked. Yeah, step yeah. Here. I think so. That yeah. uh, that I uh, at the time I loved that film. Those aren't two pillows.
1: No, oh, I, I mean, you're going the wrong way. How do you know which way I'm going? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's such a great movie. yeah Shades of i was just say up front, is maybe in my top 25 all time. Is it? I, uh, I think it's so... John Candy is so good in that. Yeah, movie. he's He should good. have been nominated for an Oscar. He is amazing yep. in that. Yeah. Um, his sadness... Um, and
0: Martin, too. He's so good. Steve Martin's so good. I he's a lo- great straight lo- man. Lo- and Yeah.
1: Um, but... John Candy's sadness, though, when he sees, even at the end, when he sees oh, yeah. Steve Martin hug yep. his wife and he and he's alone, it's, yeah. it's just, it breaks your heart. Yeah. I mean, and he he doesn't even use words. It's his eyes. It's yep. so soulful. Yep. Um, John Candy's obviously so good and it's Cool Running, is so good in uh, JFK, even, is a dramatic role. I don't
0: even remember him in that.
1: He, real small role, but he's good. John Candy was a great actor.
0: Yeah. Um, well, dude, I mean, he's a mog. Like that, that, I, if, well, you love uh, Spaceballs. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm a mog half man, half, man, half man. I'm my own best friend. That's that cracks me up every time okay. I hear it. I all right, so
1: it. so we reached. Con- so all right, so and first, I know
0: what's gonna happen. First round pretty <laughs> easy here. So
1: all right, so we got Ferris Bueller yeah. versus Breakfast Club.
0: Okay, for me, it's Ferris Bueller. Me still. Too. It's oh, just more compelling. Is,
1: this is not as I don't, ah, I We're supposed fight, to fight about yeah, it. it. Like, like if this I'm was like a Stephen A. Smith show, it'd be like, no, uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't be what well, you know. I can't Ferris be Bueller. One I, I don't love it. When I, I don't love it either. When I no, I don't. I guess I don't love it now. When I was I 17 it. to 25, though, this might have been my top 10. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think you eventually ate much like a Kevin Smith movie. You ate yeah. out of this a little bit, totally. Um, but it, the well, there's Karen, a salsa
0: shark though. What's that? Salsa shark though. Chip goes in the salsa, but there's there's oh. a there's a shark in salt. That's from uh, from Clerks. Okay, I, I right, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Right. I, 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 Kevin Smith. I'm trying to like wipe. I'm not. It's like a fine. Um, okay, so Ferris Bueller advances to the finals. To, to me, yeah, yeah for me, yeah. Oh man, this is. I thought I thought we were oh, gonna fight here. All right. Uncle Buck. So John Candy uh, finals here. Yeah. Uncle Buck versus Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Planes, Trains. Me too. Yeah, I, uh, planes, Trains, Automobiles. my no... Fair, right. Fair, that, right. They're
0: gonna, you know what's going to happen.
1: And then what, Planes, Trains versus Ferris. What do we say? Of course Planes,
0: Trains, Automobiles. Right. Well, that, this is that dead. Dead. dead.
1: Fun. I was supposed to be... What a shit game! I, I, was, I worked hard <laughs> on that to make it fun. I bet... I so wonder the if... The official uh, John Hughes movie of uh, Quantum Week is Planes, Trains, Automobiles. It's yep. official. Yeah. But I will put the poll up and let... The people decide. I really wonder.
0: I really wonder how this is going to turn out. It'll be neat to see. Yeah. What people, and so what people yeah, think. each
1: poll will be up for twenty four hours, and then uh, so in three days we'll have our answer.
0: Yeah, but all right, that's my
1: game. It was Rockets, a fun. It, it was
0: a fun enough. <laughs> it was a fun enough movie to watch. Like it's pretty light. Yeah. hour and forty minutes. Whatever.
1: It's it's fun. Um, when I was watching it with with my wife, she mentioned like this is PG because it is.
0: I think do? it's rougher
1: than they just say there was a
0: sex thing I think at one point they did, that they, said like they say
1: like asshole line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like I guess it's probably a core PG than a PG movie in 2020 I'm sure yeah. I, I think her take was probably pretty dead on yep. Um. but uh, I I mean I'm also not the gentle but I imagine if you're a really gentle parent it might not be the best watch for the yeah, little ones I could see but that. if you're like fine it's nothing terrible happens no not at all and not they're not too much, a little bit of violence and a
0: little bit of bad language. I, I like think. when
1: John Candy's talking to the principal with the wart on her face. Oh, like, yeah. That's all funny. <laughs> that's that, I think funny. It, that might, that might have to be the Twitter background. Yep. The, the, the that's your the new wart, one, right? Yep. Yeah. That's, that's the weirdest thing in the
0: movie. Right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. The wart. Um Okay. Anything else on, uh, on the, on uncle Buck? That's all I got. Okay. That's good. So then we'll go to the song next, which is, is Hangin' tough. Hang in tough. Okay. So hangin' tough. Uh, Again, I'm just going to complain about it every time. If we're going to do top 40s, I'm going to keep hitting shit after shit after shit. So Hangin' Tough is a New Kids on the Block tune um, from the album Hangin' Tough. And it's not hanging tough. No, no, no. no. There's no, no, no G. No. There's an apostrophe at no. that yes. because they're street. In fact, that was one of the things that, uh, that I, when I read about it, like I was confused by. But uh, I guess they had a couple albums before, which no one knew. Yeah. This was really their breakout album. Right. And the critic, I think they won like two Grammys. Too. Yes. this is ridiculous. So bizarre. But, but the critics said, oh, they're so mature now. They've gone from bubblegum pop to oh, yeah. urban, like urban street contemporary. And I'm like, this is <laughs> no. street or urban or contemporary. What the fuck are you talking about? You fools. It's the squarest album. Do you, are you familiar? You must've been yeah, kind of familiar. So I, with was, the album. I was
1: in fifth grade when this came out and all yep. the girls were crazy. I mean, you, you could not, you're, Maybe were you, sixth or seventh grade, maybe?
0: Eighty nine. Yeah, sixth, I think. So
1: like you couldn't escape it. Like, no, girl, you couldn't. Like, My could, sister loved this album. Every how much older is your sister than No, you she's younger? younger. She's a year younger. That's so right.
0: we're like boom boxing that through the fucking oh, house. Every
1: girl's wearing New Kids in the Block t-shirts. Yep. Like everything, every they were so good at merchandising. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh! Because they, like they made a sweep, movie. Sleeping bags. Do you know that? They sold a uh, they sold like basically uh, uh I think they were one of the first people to do this with their album. They were also selling like a, 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 a video that was go- oh. a video cassette that was going along with it oh, okay. that was like a making of and their music videos. Oh, that makes sense. They yeah. were so smart they were so, they were about so this.
1: And then you had a Saturday morning cartoon, as did John Candy, called Camp Candy. Uh, ties everything together. There. I
0: don't remember. They had us. I don't remember I'm that. Pretty sure they were did. they like superhero hanging tough? Like what maybe were
1: they, they doing? Were just, maybe, maybe I'm just imagining this but, and uh, our uh, our fact checker will prove me wrong. Yeah, 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 we'll find out but that, that it motherfucker's was, like, an a Saturday asshole. Saturday morning cartoon.
0: It could um, be. I don't I, remember. I don't think they
1: were superhero. I think they were just, you know, maybe just being, like being street tough. Street- <laughs> you know, you know, 40 with girls or whatever the hell they did.
0: Yeah. yeah. But this, uh, so this album had, uh, camp candy five... was real, though.
1: Camp, I remember you remember camp candy.
0: I don't remember. Owned, I remember had, the 18 cartoon a and like the Mr. T cartoon with the two like gymnasts. I remember that shit, no, but I don't was, remember.
1: Yeah, he, he ran a camp.
0: Yeah. I don't, I yeah, have no, no nice. remember yeah. that at all, but okay. So they, but this album had five number one hits on it too. Jesus so again, we're talking like, uh, and actually, so one of the song, the one, the song that's more, like, I don't know. The song that I can tolerate more is actually the right stuff. You got the right stuff, baby. That tune is like, okay, that's a pretty well-written if you tune. you told me what's their quintessential song, it I would, would be that, that one. one, right? Yeah, Hanging Tough was almost, it was the kind, it felt like a like the the stepbrother of, of the yeah, album. I would agree with that, yes. Uh, and then you had a bunch of ballads you had, Please Don't Go Girl, I'll Be Loving You. And yeah. this other tune, Cover Girl, that I didn't remember was a little bit hot, like faster paced. Um, but again, none of these are street tunes. None no. of these are fucking urban. This is like bubblegum.
1: Oh, that's what I, yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was, it was, these were played at every junior high dance I went to. Oh yeah. You know, especially you in could sixth not grade. Escape it. You couldn't, you couldn't escape it. And the
0: problem was we're listening to pop radio at the time too. So it's all the fuck over that. Yeah. And, um, I think that album was released a few, like just at the beginning of the month. Like, the first or second of the month. So it was crazy. the beginning of the craze. It just shot up to number one right the fuck away, and then it was on forever. It's
1: such a a, terrible—it's so terrible. I think even, like, so they'll have concerts now with, like, the NSYNC, whatever, and these women go, like, like, the women who are, like, our age go, and they—I think they're obviously just going for the nostalgia. Like, the music is obviously terrible. I think if you actually put true serum in their veins, they would say the music's shit. Yeah. And no one thinks this is good. I mean, no no, one—no one one can even pretend it's I can't
0: imagine—I
1: can't imagine— uh, I think they just go for the memories. Remember when we were 13 and we made out with
0: a boy? I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Maybe, the, maybe. I, I don't, don't know what
1: they were trying to relive.
0: The other thing that I thought was funny, is so there are three Donnie Wahlberg tunes on this, one. On this and this, oh. and this is the Donnie Wahlberg, like, sing, uh, not yeah, a writer, but right. he's, he sang, like, their lead vocals. I wonder if he thought he would be the most famous, you know, Wahlberger <laughs> in the family, because Marky Mark, of course, is the brother. Mark Wahlberg right. is the brother.
1: But Donnie's the most famous of the new kids, though.
0: Oh, absolutely. By far. Yeah. Uh he, well, he, what was he the young was in, what was the in kid? movies and stuff. Yeah, he was, right. He 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 ended up he's, directing movies. Wasn't m- that more. show Blue Bloods,
1: right? On CBS?
0: He might be. I don't remember. I know he was in He was in
1: Sixth Sense. Very beginning. Was
0: he really? Yeah. I don't remember that. I know he's directed a bunch of stuff, Choose a lot Bruce of TV. Rose. I guess I don't remember. I he was in a uh, Dreamcatcher too. He was like I think he was, oh, uh, I mean, he was rough. That's a rough watch. I like that film. Really? Yeah. That's a bad <laughs> day. I I That's bad on you. I like it. Bad day Macaron. It's got everything, everything I need. Um But, uh, okay, so I wonder if he, yeah, I kind of wonder if he thought, like, oh, I'm shooting up to the top, but then his younger brother, Marky Mark, came up with good vibrations. Well, didn't, I I read, because I went into a little
1: Wikipedia deep dive here doing research for this, and I didn't notice, but two of the new kids wrote good
0: vibrations. That makes sense to me. I don't know that, but that makes sense to me. Keenied yeah. Out. Well, Mark was actually an original band member, but then right. he decided to bail and do his own thing. I didn't know that. So I read yeah. that
1: in the, in the Wikipedia too. I was it was like, oh, b- oh, before
0: shit. like Jordan and the others. I don't know if I know him. I don't want to know oh, them by yeah. name, but Jordan and Joey and okay. I know, them. but the po- it was the before in the wall. <laughs> says
1: differently next to your uh, house of cards. Not poster. again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strange eclectic look that I'm looking at here.
0: Uh, all the sexy people, uh, sold 10 million copies. <laughs> Sorry, like, <laughs> it was just insane. <laughs> It's, hard, 10 million to, it's copies hard to in the United States and 14 million worldwide. It's it was hard huge. To describe.
1: Like, huge. I don't even know how, I guess maybe like Sync is, is comparable, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and actually I've got a little bit of a parable about those things. Uh, and Tiffany too, was really big at that Debbie time. Gibson. Do you remember that? Oh, Debbie Gibson and Tiffany, they would play in malls. Yes. Yeah, they would actually, they would do concerts I was in, in New malls. York when they, when those two came out, was it the mall tour, what the fuck yeah. is this? But they would do it. It was, it was genius though. It was genius. Yeah. Um, so one of the interesting things, oh, so let me, let me talk about the song a little bit first. And then I've got some anecdotes around it, but the thing that, so the song is written so bad. Um, it's so bad. So you've got, first of all, you got this, like the, whoa, 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 whoa. is was like the baseline and the, and the thing. So it's got, which is a sort of a minor, it's a, it's this minor sound, a minor, a uh, minor and major, the two different kind of biggest modes in music. One of them is kind of associated with sad. One of them sort of associated with happy, but the, uh, but the weird thing is, is the um, the vocal line. It's like a country tune vocal line. You can kind of that you can kind of hear like this, like bluegrass fucking vocals over it, and it it doesn't make any like any sense that they would do this and call it fucking street. So straight and white and like weird. Um, it they use like the Casio tone drums. That's strange. for this thing. That's very distracting. You listen to it's it; it's, it's like the you hear like the bongo Casio tones, and sh- and it's so bad. And then this like terrible. Um, it's a harpsichord. You would you probably harpsichord is like a a sixteen hundreds and fifteen hundreds like piano thing. It's a plucky piano thing, and it's got this real sharp tone to it. And you hear it like boom, 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 boom thing, and it's it's so bad. And what it, what it did to me, like when I, when I thought about it when I was listening to it, because you forced me to fucking listen to this shit. I didn't
1: force it. It's the, that's well, you the make rules me... of this
0: game. <laughs> I'm breaking this rules. This is what
1: we're doing. This is Quantum Week. <sighs> this isn't Matt Pix's songs. It's Quantum
0: Motherfucking it's gonna start, Week. We're going to have to change it to Matt Pix's fucking songs yeah, because. no, do this, uh, this is Quantum Week, baby. Then you're going to hear me bitch about it every single time. I'm doing I it. <laughs> Good. But so, of course, when, you know, when I was 11, when this came out, I didn't have the same music ears as I do now, of course. So I never picked out these things. But what what came to me when I was listening to it this time is if you think about the pop hits that were even just a few years before this and just a few years after this. They were crafted so much better. Like Michael Jackson, Thriller is just a few years before this. Off the Walls, just a few years before this. The police, this. I mean, they got the all police. the
1: the pop. They
0: were really well crafted. Well crafted, beautiful 80s sounds, pop's great. Like right, you've got you know. Uh, Amazing musicians, great writing, awesome vocalists, great production. It's it's adults making music. It's adults this is make, different. This is totally this is different. Children making music. And so that's before. And then if you think about after, even like 10 years after is, is Spears and Aguilera, and say what you want against about I'm, them. I'm, I'm, I don't know. No, but if you listen to their the music, it's it, the production is amazing. They sound awesome. They the like the production have, on
1: this in this song is so is, bad.
0: It's really rough. Like I said, the cat, you can hear like a,
1: It it sounds like children in a basement
0: making. Yeah, right. It's yeah, exactly. It's like a Speak and Spell and a fucking Casio tone piano uh, keyboard in here that's doing it. And so I'm like, what happened? To music for this, like, five or ten year span. The merchandising of it. I guess so. Because uh, even, like, um, so another good example for me is uh, Peter Gabriel is, a, is oh, yeah. a musician that I fucking love. And, he, I mean, and his,
1: his pop stuff in the 80s is great. Sledgehammer. It and is. And it, like,
0: time and, he's using the same, he has the same probably budget that these fuckers have. Uh, and he's using, like, the same sounds, but... Like the same drum sounds, even, but he's he's changing them, or he's masking them, or he's doing stuff to them to like give them their own like authenticity to his music. And it's this they like took the canned shit. Oh, I they mean, pressed the fucking button on the Casio tone keyboard, and there it was. Peter Gabriel is more talent in his pubes than the new kids <laughs> have one, combined in one in of one his gray bush pubes. One, one pube. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, Peter Gabriel's are mad. I know, I know, I know. These are children I, making money, but still, I mean, this is all it was, <laughs> yeah,
0: this. but they had like backup, and and actually, that's that's the other anecdote yeah, that I want Easter, to say. Right? They had a great, well, they're right. So their producer, I can't remember the guy's name. It's, it starts with M, but he was a producer of, um, black boy bands and he wanted to do the same thing the that was accessible edition. for white right. That's what it was. Yeah. And he wanted to do the same thing for, you know, that, that fucking, you know, white mm. moms could listen to and be fine with. And so he, he, he did this, but also, um, I do have connection to these fuckers. Uh, I, I worked at a, a summer camp, um, my after my sophomore year of college, was my buddy Paul's summer camp. He would go there every year. And the owner, it was that
1: called Paul Summer Camp?
0: No, no, no. My buddy Paul, oh. like he was there since he was a little kid. I'm not gonna say the name. I don't wanna dox everybody. Okay, all right, that's fine, that's fine. But We're the owner of it Paul. was the brother of one of the managers of the new kids on the block. Okay. And his daughter came to the camp too, and we did like music stuff together. Like we we taught music together and like played shows together. I and I loved her. She was great. She was a lot of fun. Um, but anyway, so that's my connection to the fucking new kids. That's a very, life. that's very <laughs> connection. That's, I probably, I probably, and remember. then they had, had me up on stage. Right. <laughs> it's, almost,
1: it's almost a story now we're telling whatever. Uh, <laughs> do you ever, so what do you think hanging t- like, what does hanging tough mean
0: to you? Well, the lyrics are so bad too. Cause it's kind of like, cause they start by saying, like, they start saying like, um, that's rough come so and too. do the new kids dance. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what? like you're tough. What is
1: no, what, what is the new kids dance? We're rough.
0: I think, yeah, I think they do it. They sort of, it's sort of a running man type of thing. Okay. And then they kind of like jiggle to one side and to the other. It's, it's a little, it's a little electric slide. So what does hanging tough mean to it's you a do? little
1: Do you ever hang tough? Like, what does that mean to you? No,
0: it means like we're street and we're cool and we're with our boys. Like, what does it mean to Matt? It mean it means to me that I'm with my boys right. and I'm hanging, hanging out at the bunch mall, of and mall and I'm leaning up against the wall in the mall and I'm watching these bitches go by and I'm tough. Maybe I got a toothpick in my Ooh, mouth. Maybe like the guy from uncle buck. And I got my hat on backwards. Maybe I got a gold chain on. I'm tough and I'm hanging. Oh, I think that's exactly what it means. I think you're probably right. Uh, I don't think I hang uh, tough anymore. I don't know if I ever did, but I don't know if I do anymore. Not in the streets of Stratford, you didn't.
1: No, I, anywhere. I, I, don't think I, I don't. I mean, now. No,
0: I, it's so cheesy. Do the whole, right?
1: I, don't, I don't. All no.
0: of it's cheesy. The words are cheesy. Ha- we're rough. We're rough. Because they had. You don't have to rhyme. You don't have to do it. You just don't have to do it. Doesn't have to rhyme. Number one, but number two, we're rough. Fuck you. What are you, the crime dog? Yeah.
1: Wow. Matt tough take. Uh, <laughs> so uh, where? I think
0: that's it on my hanging uh, tough. Yeah, think, uh, think, unless there's anything you more, more you want no,
1: to I say. We said more than enough, including <laughs> that, <laughs> that <laughs> wonderful story, that anecdote that well, no one will forget about okay. the manager's so, daughter. So I bombed. <laughs> the manager's daughter, you went to camp with, and uh-huh. you had fun with her. I'm never gonna forget that.
0: <laughs> Fucker. All yeah. right. So what do you? What do you? What else? Uh, you want to talk we, about where you where you, we were? were? Yeah, yeah. Where I,
1: yeah. I was. Um. So this is September 9th, the week 1989. Yeah. Um. I moved from. Long Island, Deer Park, New York to Stratford, New Hampshire. This on, right on now, June 23rd. Oh, uh, but I started school, uh, the day, you know, this week, this was my first day of school in fifth grade at this new school. Yeah. Uh, and I had a really very difficult time, um, making friends. I didn't make friends really for like two years. Uh, you
0: sat by yourself at fucking lunch. what did you do? Was awful
1: man. Like I had a long Island accent. So I talk oh, yeah. like this. I say, coffee and talk. Yeah. And it was as bad as my voice is. Now it was worse. And, um, I just didn't know how to fit. I remember I was, um, I was at like an average height for a New Yorker, but in New York, you have a lot of Italians and Jewish people and, uh, other minorities and you're, and we're all lumberjacks here. You come to New Hampshire, everyone's like nine feet tall. Yeah. So I was immediately, I remember one kid in my fifth grade class had a beard and I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like I, I'm like, my, my parents were like blown away. It was, it was frightening. And, um, I did couldn't fit in. And I just remember that first week of school, being like this, sucks like this. I don't fit in, and I feel but like you
0: really had no like what did you do?
1: I didn't have many, I had like one or two friends. Yeah, it was awful.
0: I, didn't you, but your buddy Ethan, didn't you? Uh, didn't not you not until yet? seventh grade? Oh, okay, he longer. was a new
1: uh, one of my buddies who I do New Hampshire cast with, right. which is a, uh, yeah, yeah. a podcast all about New Hampshire. Check that out if you if you all love New Hampshire. Yeah,
0: we'll let you plug that here. Sure. I, I, well, th-
1: thanks, Matt. Um, <laughs> any more stories about that band managers uh, maybe we should
0: just <laughs> tell dark stories all day then.
1: <laughs> I could do that all day, man. Yeah, no kid. Uh, I got, I got those up the wazoo, if you will. No, I, uh, I just, it was just a really, I just go home, kind of be myself. Like it was just, I just missed being in New York. Yeah, I bet you did. It was, I had, you know, I went from having, um, cable TV to living on a dirt road with an antenna.
0: I've had people who've moved to New Hampshire from New York too. And it's, I know it's, they've talked to me about their growing up there, how they were like, they'd go to It's just, it's, it's a city, city life is so much different than country life. So different. And
1: even in suburbia, it was still like wild different than, I was in, in Stratford, if you don't know, is incredibly rural. And I, I literally lived on a yeah, dirt road. We right. had like an antenna. Like it was really like, you know, for me, it was like medieval times. It was yeah. really tough. And I lived in a block in New York where I had six kids my age all in the same block. Mm. Now I'm living in Stratford. It was four miles to the nearest store. Yeah. So it was just like I felt completely alone. And and you're, yeah.
0: And your sister's so much younger than so you. So much younger. Like, oh, Who are you going to hang out yeah, with? She wasn't even in school. Yeah.
1: Like she was like three. Yeah. So like this sucks. Like uh, so I was nine and I this time in my life I was very like alone and missed being in New York um that much I, I remember very clearly from this
0: time so how did you do, you do you remember who your first friend was
1: uh i had a friend named jared yeah um yeah but um
0: did he like have to like seek you out to hang, i kind of just
1: and, but even then it was just like if i mean if there's anyone more popular to hang out i was like picked like second to last or last in I gym see. all the time it's yep. dude, for two years it was rough yeah and then i went to theater school between sixth and seventh grade like a theater camp thing, like, oh camp and it like really like helped me like get out of my shell yeah and i started just like telling jokes and having more fun and being loose
0: with like just that's the thing. If you have confidence not loose, in, the, uh,
1: uh, in a um, promiscuous sort of way, no, but loose like a more casual <laughs> that way came later. Uh, yes. Much later. Uh, decades and decades later. <laughs> uh, no, but it was, I was just more, much more like casual. And I, you know, I got after my own head a little bit and um, right. And I, and I made friends like overnight, but it took, it took two years to be like, I, I kept telling myself I didn't fit in. And uh, it
0: was like, yeah. almost, like of course um, uh, you must've hated going to school.
1: I remember I used to have this also, like, weird fears. I had a fear that I was – uh that I would be, like, taking a poop in the uh, stall and someone would kick the door and I'd beat the
0: shit out of me. No, that's a normal fear. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that someone's going to come in while and you're I beat me in up. That. But I, But, well, I, but <laughs> I angered
1: nobody. Like, why would this bully do this? Like, I'm imagining – Okay, like, so you weren't
0: picked on. They didn't take your school lunch money and no shit. One, it was just no like – No one beat me up. I would get teased. Yeah, you get or teased. Or I get
1: picked last. Yeah. Or, like, I would, like – jump into to like play at recess and I would kind of get the cold shoulder or like a, a very or junior high dances like in sixth grade I like you'd ask a girl and they were like if there was no one else they could dance with, they may, might dance with you is for the shortest song possible right it was just like you always felt like an outsider and yep. then finally in seventh grade I'm like oh all right if I just have fun I can just have friends
0: that shit fucking happened to me too so I moved to do you want to continue is there anything because no, no, so I, I moved to to Hooksit, New Hampshire um, from where from uh, North Andover Massachusetts okay I think that's that was the last stop yep uh, and I was actually, I this is stupid. I was like third grade popular there. Like I had a lot of friends yeah, and right. I was really popular, but when I moved to New Hampshire, I was not popular Same anymore. Thing. I wonder if I had a part, part of the Massachusetts accent at that time, because I, I would have lived mo- the majority of my life up until then in Massachusetts. I could have had a little bit of the cause and the pocket and shit going on. And so maybe that, Maybe they didn't like that. I don't like, know. You
1: see, every all the kids and they all have friends, and you don't know who they are. I know, but I, was, but I was pretty open. I it was for
0: me. I don't. know. It was a strange thing for me. Like I was outgoing and kind of open, but then it, they sort of shut me down. The other thing too is New, ha- New Hampshire people are a little bit colder than city folk elsewhere. There is that. Like it takes a they, little bit longer to get in there. They care. There's that idea, like Yankee. Yeah, yeah. Like being a Yankee,
1: like but New Hampshire. You'd think Maine. the
0: Massachusetts would be that way, but I don't know. I don't. Um, maybe North was more affluent too. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. But so how did you get in with? friends did you did to tell that story about the band manager. That's exactly daughter? what I that, no, that, was I, that you're in. No, but I was, a I was musical. So I was, of oh. course the bands and the courses and shit. And then you just like, you make friends and th- that was my friend group, you know, through, I would, yeah, I guess through high I, school. If I had
1: advice for any new kid, I'd be into your skill like, yeah, so like, like, I think do I'm theater, like, if you're music, funny, then be sports. funny. You just be, just have confidence that right. your skill set will get you through. And, usually
0: it does. Yeah, so uh so that was in 4th grade, but this I was going to s- this was my 6th grade year right. and what the interesting thing that happened was that we we'd moved uh we lived in this and it's not even that interesting, but we lived in this cul-de-sac and the first place we moved in hooks it was at the kind of the the peak angle like where the where it bends around and we bought a house down the street from there. We were renting it first in Boston. So we had just moved into the house that I lived in for like the next 10 years until I went to college or something. So that, was, that became like the, the my same home. Thing with me. So that yeah, house right.
1: and then eventually like at my wedding which Matt went to yeah. uh my entire like all the groomsmen were all kids I went to high school and elementary like uh, junior high with
0: that's so interesting. All
1: the, even the wedding photographer was someone yeah. from my. So all those people there,
0: and the guitar player too. He was from your high school, right? Yeah, no, that guy was,
1: <laughs> uh, he, he may have been ninety four. Right, he
0: might have been. Might, I might take over. the
1: over. The over under ninety four. <laughs> he's had
0: half. a tough uh, heroin abuse problem, so he's yeah. aged rapidly. <laughs> yeah, I, don't,
1: I think. Yeah, that guy was. Uh, yeah, he's playing uh, songs in the twenties during. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 24. That was good. That was a good. Uh, that that yeah, that was. Something.
0: But that's funny. So you're caught. Like I had a... a probably a more formative college experience than you did. We talked about your college and my college before, but like all my friends are from there, not really from all high school. All my friends from high school. Yeah. I have none really from college. That's strange. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. So there wasn't really too much going on in my life there, just like going to school again and whatever. All right, Where headlines you got? Okay. Into the Woods closed its Broadway run after 764 performances. I think it was on the 3rd oh, September. All right. 764. So Broadway, done. And it's funny. In college, uh, I remember that was like the first... I did I did one theater um play musical in college and it was Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, a great one. I I, I really like oh, that. Oh, I love that one yeah. too. I played Jesus, of course. I mean, come on. Of course. And then I musical directed that, whatever, because I'm badass. But, uh, <laughs> well, that's, it's his nuts. Um but uh, Into the Woods was the first perform college performance that I saw. I remember that and everybody was so proud and thought they were like like all grown up doing that oh, fucking play. Okay. Um so that's the first one jerry lee lewis's muscular dystrophy, uh, dystrophy telethon jerry
1: lewis's muscular dystrophy telethon no it's not no
0: it's not <laughs> it is not. no
1: he's too busy banging 13 year olds <laughs> he's not doing a telethon
0: Try sorry again. jerry lewis's there we go uh, muscular dystrophy telethon it was his 24th <laughs> um this week raised 42.7 million dollars wow that's insane it is one st- telethon and they still don't have a cure no, see that's the thing—they're putting the money in the wrong place. I think. I guess so. Yeah, they should have had Jerry Lewis do it. <laughs> it yeah, it would have <laughs> been more great ball of
1: fire for like forty-eight hours
0: straight. <laughs> Actually, how do you know much about? I think was it a twenty-four-hour telethon? It was that longer did? than that. It was over. It was every year at Labor Day weekend. They oh would do it, yeah, yeah. Jerry, I figured you'd know more about this than me because it would sort <laughs> Why? of. Why? Because you're that because uh, you're yeah, a punk,
1: cause I'm a big dis- guy.
0: guy.
1: Right. Uh, boy, I love those telephones! Uh, <laughs> no, Jerry, uh, it was during Labor Day weekend every year, and Jerry would famously stay up like the entire time, right? And then as he got older, he scaled it back. But he would go, like,
0: how long? He would go 48 hours? Was, like,
1: I think it might have even been like 72 hours. No. It was like, because it was Labor Day weekend, so there wasn't a lot of TV program. Yeah, right, right. So he would just, like, dominate. Oh. And it would, he would be up for, like, hours and hours. And it was funny. If you watch, like, you get kind of groggy. Kinda, I bet. It was fun to watch the end when he gets kind of punchy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah well, that's, that's money well spent. Okay.
0: Um, Beirut. So the U.S. ambassadors and staff evacuated from uh, Beirut, Lebanon because of deteriorating conditions with the Lebanese Christians at the time. They all got the, out of there. Do you call it beer pong or Beirut? I call it Beirut. Me too. Yeah. That, that's, that's how I've known it. I've never played either one, I don't think. You've never played? No, nah, I was never a big into those. You've never played? No. Nah. I wasn't like you no, know, because my friend group didn't do that shit. Like we didn't play. You
1: kinda, so you guys just sang songs in the dorm. And yeah.
0: You, well, you know what? No, we did. Dri- I, I did mescaline in the dorm.
1: I know why you didn't play. Oh, you're so badass. You were fucking badass. RA. That's why you never played. People were doing it. You keep you.
0: picking my. Making, that was only one year. It was only my third year, but my freshman I mean, and sophomore did year. Stink on you. I did. That was before. How can you have pre-stink? You don't have pre-stink. <laughs> it's like fucking pre-crime. That shit don't happen. Um, Ben Johnson. Do you remember this motherfucker? I, I do. I do. Stripped. Sorry, Carl Lewis. So, well, yeah, but he he was stripped of all his track oh. records and gold medals and everything, uh, amateur awards and records um, this and this week in 1989. Now, this is famously because in 88, exactly right, he beat Carl Lewis. Like, he smoked he Carl smoked Lewis. He smoked Carl, destroyed him. At the Seoul Olympics, yeah. but then he tested positive for steroids like two days later, and so the poor, like, fucking Canadian uh, prime minister at the time, I don't remember his name, but he, like, he called him up on tele, like, it was on television, called him okay. and was like, you're a national hero. Oh, <laughs> All this shit. And then two days later, he's like, well, sorry about that. The big, big week for
1: Canadians, John Candy, John Candy too. Ben Johnson.
0: Uh, yeah. So Ben Johnson, but, but it took a little while for him to get like completely stripped of everything, but they're like, you were Probably a dope motherfucker. You're there, done. Yeah. Um, And then let's see. Oh, Joan Rivers. Oh, uh, her show, her, her like daytime show debuted uh, September 5th. Daytime of this year. or the nighttime show? The daytime. The she had the, show. she had the nighttime before and she moved to the daytime the, uh, in 89 uh, that's what I read in so I have eight. a good Joan River story not have any personally but it's a good if you're making fun of me I'm not I, this is
1: not cause this, I'll uh, this is not no no, 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 no it's, a, a it's a real one it's a real one and it has nothing to do with me okay, okay. it's just a good it's a yeah, yeah, go ahead it. so Joan River is uh, if you are older like Matt and I or I don't know if Matt even remembers but I'm a huge late night uh, TV uh, fan I just, Here or there. I, I'm obsessed with late night TV I yeah. always have been uh, and I used to even watch Johnny Carson when I was five, six, seven years old cause my parents worked really late hours so I'd, I'd be up late yeah. so um Johnny would take days off, but when he took days off, he'd have guest hosts. And the most famous guest host, of course, was Jay Leno, who eventually yeah, got of the course. show. Yeah, right. But before Jay was there, it was Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers was the most prominent huh. guest host, and Joan basically was almost anointed that she was going to get this, the Tonight Show. Shit. Um, and then Fox, this brand new network, Fox, yeah. uh, came to Joan Rivers and said, "We want a late night show." Offered her an amazing amount of money. She had to take it. She took it. Johnny Carson said uh, he would never have her back on the show, Ooh. and never did. Vindictive. He never had her back on his entire time as host. What a dick. And um, he, but why? Just he because he felt well, because he wanted to give it to her. Oh, okay. And he felt she was he like, felt like he
0: mentored her yes. and I see
1: and uh, the collapse from the show and Joan River's husband ended up killing himself later on after they the lost the show oh. it was a huge very traumatic thing um, but the Fox show was a disaster and yeah. led, to, might led to her husband Edgar dying yeah. um, but uh, Joan lost the show in less than a year it was a disaster ah. and Johnny uh, took a, quite a bit of
0: glee in Joan River's failure oh that sucks I thought he was a nice. He's not a nice guy, is he? I think
1: he's a nice. I mean, I guess it's how you want to look at it. Yeah. but I, I think there are many people that say Johnny. I'm a big Johnny Carson fan. Yeah. But I think the way treated on Rivers was kind of loud.
0: Shitty. Well, she won like she won a few Emmys for this thing too I for the daytime know show. That. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also the wiki page I saw listed all her. I mean, she had everybody on. Um. But I don't remember that. I don't remember why. I mean, we were at school and shit. So why would I remember? Right. He was a
1: weird. I'm a weird late night TV nerd. Yeah, yeah. So that's right. what that's what happened.
0: So that's what happened. Uh, so Joan Rivers show, uh, September fifth, and was on for four seasons. One daytime Emmys. Yada yada. And then the last thing I have is uh, George Brett. Oh. 2,500th hit. Oh, was he, this later week. we get over three thousand? Yeah, thirty one fifty four actually, which yeah. is funny because so he he played a lot. I didn't realize he played like nineteen seasons. Yeah. Because he was he played until ninety three. He was probably I think he was maybe thirty five when he got his twenty five hundredth hit, yep. something like that. Something so he, like that, yeah. he still played another played, like six he, years. He
1: DH'd a little bit at the end. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he retired at the end of ninety three.
0: Right, um, right. So okay, so four more years. So it took him four or five more years to get a six hundred. He did win a batting hits.
1: title in ninety, I believe. So
0: wow. Um,
1: yeah, That's impressive. he won a batting title in three decades: seventies, eighties, oh, and nineties.
0: Wow, that, huh? I know he also has the most hits of any third baseman ever. Actually, that doesn't make. I thought Wade maybe Wade Boggs would have more. It said on Wiki that he has the most. He might. Uh, I would think Wade would have more, but maybe he doesn't. No,
1: Wade. wait headlines. Wade, Wade finished with thirty ten. Look that up, oh. guys. How about that? Off the top of my head. Look that up.
0: If you're fucking right with look that, look that up. Oh, stats guy is going to be all up that's on fine. your it, ass bring if it. you fuck that thirty ten, huh?
1: Uh, uh, man, tell us more about the uh, band manager's daughter.
0: I'm not going to do that. Um, so, oh, we should now. I think that's it for headlines. But we should announce what's happening next, right? Oh yeah. So this will go out. You'll hear us on Wednesday morning if you're driving in the car. Uh, and, but we're going to, so we'll release another episode on Saturday. Right. So we have the year, the week and
1: the year. Okay. uh, Right. For our Saturday show. It's the week of November 26th, 2005. And did we pick a movie? We did. We have two movies. In fact, so the movie right. for the podcast on Saturday is going to be Walk the Line. Right, Walk the Line. Um, we did cheat. It was a Harry Potter movie. It uh, was number one. We'll explain why we Why are you cheating? telling
0: these people this? Because I like... They would never know. Full
1: disclosure. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, but we thought because it's a series and we'll it was sp- like... The- we'll explain on the show. Okay, okay, okay. And then um, the movie for the YouTube show... Right. Uh, and is going to be Yours, Mine, and Ours, which is a Dennis Quaid, Rene Russo
0: remake of a... You say Rene? Say Rene. Rene. I say okay. Rene. That sounds like Rene. Like this fucking Canadian bitch or something. He's but it's not. It's reminding you have me here. For a here. little bit. Yeah. Uh, and the TV
1: show we're gonna talk about, which I'm more excited about than the movie
0: Lost. Yeah, that is a good so one. That
1: might so it's The YouTube show is gonna be yours, mine, and ours and lost. Yep. That's Monday. But uh Saturday is
0: going to be Walk, the, Walk line, the Line, which I'm also excited about. Yep, cool. Uh so then I think that's it. Unless you have anything else. Uh then I guess we'll we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.